Welcome to Reflect the Life You Want, where we talk about not only how to survive, but to thrive. I'm your host, Tim Howard, man school strategist, former Army officer, successful Homes for Heroes real estate agent. This show will focus on living a life of greatness, of wholeness and completeness. This show will be talking about our dreams, our goals, and how to go about creating them. So join me to learn how to reflect and design the life you want to live. All right. Well, I'm honored today to have as a special guest of Reflect the Life You Want podcast, Michael Barnhart, the owner of Axis Fitness and Training right here in Wilmington, North Carolina. So welcome to the show, Michael. I appreciate uh, appreciate the invite. Yeah, I appreciate you taking the time to be here. I know uh, you're a very busy guy and you got a lot going on and it's probably at the tail end of your work day right now. It is, yeah. Fridays, we, we tend to start cutting out a little bit early. People aren't as focused on their fitness goals Friday afternoons. I don't understand why. <laughs> <laughs> they shift gears on us a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, what I like to do normally at the start of the show is just have you as my guest just kind of introduce yourself to our listening audience. Tell us a little bit about your background, where you came from, maybe a little about your family and your business. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, Mike Barnhart, I've been in the fitness world for um, for a fair amount of time. I guess 2008 is really when I came on the scene here in Wilmington in the fitness capacity and started in the Gold's Gyms locally and just kind of started to uh, develop my reputation and um, just have progressed through that. I mean, fitness has given me everything in my life, you know, so I'm super grateful for it, really passionate about it. Um, kind of fancy myself as really like a movement engineer, so not your typical just like let's just get in the gym and get after it. Like I'm very much on the corrective exercise, human performance side of things. So I like to take a little bit of a different approach with individuals. And um, I'm a family guy. I've got uh, – I'm in a, um, in a great relationship for the last five years with a lady by the name of Heather Clark, and she's got four kids from her first marriage. I've got two from my first marriage, and yeah. together we've got a whole crew of energy. And um, so, you know, I stay really busy. Um, we've got three locations now. Um, we've got kiddos at home, and Heather owns her own business. So we, we are just high energy, always moving kind of folks, man. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, – it's, um, it's it's a it's a good life. Well, Mike, you and I have known each other since about March of this year when I first started coming to Axis Fitness because I had reached a level of improvement in my personal health. I'd lost about fifty pounds, and it was awesome. like I wanted to take it to the next level. And my mindset was, I want to be Ranger fit. So I was a Ranger in the Army. Uh, I'd lost a lot of weight. It's like, how do I get back to that level I was, both in mindset and the uh, physical fitness level that I, I was in my 20s? And right now, I'm as healthy as I've been since my late 20s, and I'm 59 years old. Uh, my co-author, Mir- Maria Spears, who you know, used yep. to be a customer of uh, Axis Fitness when she lived here in Wilmington before moving to Charlotte. So that's how I became most familiar with it. And I, you have other clients and friends that you and I have mutual friends yeah. of that are uh, members of Axis. So we talk about, you talk about in terms of the Axis family, right? which is really cool. And I feel like now having been a member for a little while and getting to know some of the coaches and some of the people I get to work out with, it really is kind of this cool culture and family. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I mean, that's completely intentional, right? So, I mean, you know, I think of the fitness space is, is probably, you know, one of it's commoditized, right? So, yeah. I mean, you've got no shortage of places to work out and choose where you want to spend your time and your energy. So one of the things that we know is really going to be a huge differentiator is how do you make people feel, right? I mean, yeah. you can, and, and outside of the tired, right? Like you can go anywhere and feel tired. So for us, it's really about the relationships. It's really about getting people to understand like 
you're going to be beside somebody and you guys are going to be doing, whether you see it at the time or not, you're going to be doing some pretty challenging things, right? And so one of the whole premises that are kind of, it's, a, it's on the underbelly of, of what Axis is, is we try to create very challenging situations for people. And whether they're aware of it or not, like mm-hmm. we create pass fail situations in people's days and we can control that. And, mm-hmm. and it's, it allows people to really challenge who they are, their belief system of that day and kind of how, how they step into the challenge. And everybody faces it differently each day. It depends on how you slept, how you've eaten. Um, you know, there's a ton of factors that go into the attitude you step in there with, but mm-hmm. um, I think I've heard it summed up best. And I, I don't, I can't remember who it was that said it for the first time, but it was like, when it, I love access because I always know what to expect, but I never know what I'm going to get, you know, and, and it's such a great, it really <laughs> yeah, is like, yeah. it's, it's like a really a great kind of way to identify what it is. It's like, you know, you're going to go in there, you're going to get this workout that's going to be built around these elements and these exertion points, and, and you're going to get some coaching and cueing and all that. But what you get out of that time is yeah. really the intangible that makes it special. Yeah. So that's what creates the family part of it. Well, I joke, I, I'm paying you to go into your studio for you to kick my ass. It's a great relationship. And, yeah, and no, it's, it's a like, I get even though I may, I may be wiped out by the time I'm leaving, I feel so good yep. that I got my butt out of bed, got to the gym at 5 a.m., got yep. inspired by you or Melinda or Will or Jeff or Megan or whoever, and it's like, okay, I'm ready to go start my day. Yep. And I feel good about having made the decision to get in there, get in there, push myself, challenge myself as I'm working towards that goal of that ranger fit kind of mindset. And I've got a team of people that are there supporting me, encouraging me on while at the same time challenging me and holding me accountable because you guys always do a really good job of making sure from a form and technique standpoint, I'm doing the exercise correctly. So I don't injure myself, but also that I'm doing the best possible job of exercising that muscle group that you intend for me to, to work on. Yeah. And, and, and again, right. Like what, what separates good from great is detail, right? Yeah. And so and, and with, with fitness being what it is in, 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 a, in a nation full of Instagram models, right? Like <laughs> it's, it's, it's the detail and it's the getting people to understand and really kind of connect with what's going on that really separates us from them pulling a program offline. You know right. what I mean? So when we, when we talk about, when I talk to people and we deal with a, you know, speak of yourself, right? Like we, our typical client is someone that's had a level of intensity in their life. They, mm-hmm. they like that intensity, but they mm-hmm. also are at an age and they're like, I don't want to get hurt, but I also want to be challenged. I want to be progressed. And they have a level of success in their life. So they're, they understand time and, and resources and money and, and yeah. how they want to spend that and allocate mm-hmm. those resources. So for us, it's like, I want you to know you're going to be the best real estate agent in Wilmington, but you're not going to know more about exercise than I am. And I yeah. have to make that very clear, right? Because yeah. I, I remember it coming up, I used to, you know, we'd be at social events or whatever, and I'm like, hey, I'm like, I'm a trainer. And everybody wants to tell me about their P90X routine. And, yeah. you know, like, I do this, I do that. I'm like, man, like, if I was a proctologist, would you show me your butt? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care about that, you know, because that, and I respect that anybody yeah. that's moving and exercising and, and going the limit to try and push this up, make it better, that's awesome. Yeah. But, like, to think it's like somebody wanting to think that they can just list their house and it's going to be perfect, right? Like, you, right. you go to school, you get educated, like, you, you're passionate about it. You want to deliver a result and you want it to be something different than they would get on their own, right? Right. And so the meaning of the word coach is, you know, it comes back from, like, this ancient, you know, European meaning of a coach is the ability to take someone further than they can take themselves. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, at the origin of the word, it's like you have to be – I have to be able to position myself in a way that it's like – 
you are going to be able to take yourself so far. The mm-hmm. reason you're going to pay me is because I'm going to be able to take you where you want to go and you mm-hmm. don't quite know how to get there yet. Yes. That's why I have value. You know what I mean? And so Absolutely. that's it, whether you're a business coach, whether you're a fitness coach, whether you're you know an athletics coach on a team, mm-hmm. the mantra is still the same, right? Like mm-hmm. I have to be able to step in and kind of understand the situation at a capacity where uh, a person is at this point in their life and they are looking to go somewhere further and they realize they need help to get there. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of Absolutely. my whole attitude towards it. And that's why I'm there. And we are, one of the things we were talking about before the show, tying back to the theme of the podcast and the theme of the Mirror Book by Maria Spears on Reflect the Life You Want. And you kind of, we were talking about how the R chapter, the recognize the power to change and how that resonates with you. And mm-hmm. that's why I'm there at the gym is I want to change. And I recognize I can't get there by myself. I need that accountability. I need that encouragement. So talk about, you know, why does that resonate for you and how does that manifest itself and how you show up and how you coach and how you help people or just even in your own life? Yeah, no, I mean, it's a good question, right? I mean, it's kind of profound, right? If you, the way I think about it, it's kind of profound, right? I mean, you can talk about childhood, some are better or worse than others. And you Mm -hmm. can talk about life circumstances and situations and things that happen to people. And everybody's got their backstory, right? So I mean, it's, I I truly believe that it doesn't matter kind of where you come from. It really matters on where do you want to go? Like, what are you focused on? And and the the greatest gift we all have is the ability to make choice, you know what I mean? And so to kind of bring it all back to that, like for me, the in access specifically to kind of keep it all tied in access is one of those situations and in the middle of those workouts where it's probably the one time of day that somebody has their heart their head and their body focused on one thing yes you know and it's like get that next breath of air or challenge get through that next rep that next set or focus on recruiting tissue the way that a coach is asking you to do it because you don't want to get injured right Mm -hmm. and so i think in those moments we have the ability to choose to either focus and really try to get better at what we're doing at that moment Mm-hmm. or we don't, right? And I think in life, that happens all the time. And, mm-hmm. and so if you're willing to stop and take a second in some of these really challenging moments of life where you know, you're, you're being faced with challenging situations, you have the ability to choose. And typically we choose comfort over mm-hmm. um, what sometimes needs to be done. And then we kind of that forecast us in this avenue of blame. And I think that for me, I've gotten really good and really honest with myself and saying, hey, listen, it's probably the thing I want to do least that I need to do most. Yes. And you have to make those choices, right? And mm-hmm. I think, you know, you end up having to pick your heart. Heather, you know, she, we, we do, we try to do a lot of like investing in ourselves from just understanding and reading and, and understand the psychology and behavior behind leadership and all that stuff. So for, for us, it's like, you understand that being out of shape is hard, right? But going to the gym every morning at 5 a.m., that's hard too. Pick your heart. Which one do you right. want? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, not getting what you want or getting what you want. You're going to have to put effort into both of them. You know what I yes. mean? And so, like, you have to make these choices in life. And ultimately, when you do that enough and you start stacking up the ability to make choices, whether you want to do it or not, but you pick the choice that you feel is best for you, then you start mm-hmm. stacking up those wins. Then you start mm-hmm. to build the confidence inside yourself. And, and that's where you start to be able to change your life. You know what I mean? And I think for me, it was just enough years of not having what I wanted enough years of seeing things I didn't want to see and, and kind of be in the situation that I didn't want to be in that mm-hmm. allowed me to say, okay, then how am I going to change it? And I was, I've been fortunate enough to meet some really sharp people and, and have some great mentors along some really dark areas of my life. And, mm-hmm. and they were, you know, it's basically the, the, it's, it's really simple, right? You just have to choose the better, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, and that's just kind of how I've, I've chosen to live my life now. It's yeah. like, everything's my fault. You know what I mean? <laughs> if, if, if I, 
step out and on the street and you know a car runs over my foot it's like man i shouldn't you know what i mean i should have looked there if i get in a car accident or something it's like i should have left the house later or whatever you know but i i hold myself accountable at every turn and mm-hmm. i and i realize that that's where the power is for me is like if i'm willing to say hey listen i'm, I'm in the driver's seat here so mm-hmm. i'm not going to blame i'm not going to do anything other than mm-hmm. try to really be present in the moments that i think are most impactful mm-hmm. then i'm, I'm going to have a hard time not making the right choice yeah well, as you were talking, you made me think a lot about the, the second E in the acrostic reflect is energize your thoughts towards that which you intend to be. Mm-hmm. And Maria Spears and I, her as a strategist and mindset coach for the woman's school and me with a man's school, we really work a lot on that mind management with people and helping them to understand that they're in total control of their thoughts. Mm-hmm. And just you, you talked about the freedom in making those choices. There's huge power in that. Mm-hmm. Is and whether I choose to do this or not. But one of the things that we're both kind of students of becoming more informed around is just the neuroscience around that and neuroplasticity, but just the power of like having those small little wins mm-hmm. and that dopamine release that's Absolutely. going on physiologically in your body and just taking a hold of that. Yep. And it's like, yeah, I got that. I got that extra rep or I got to that next level of... Uh, the weights or, you know, I, I got this number of reps more than I got the last time I did it. Or, I'm, I, you know, I'm feeling a little better than I was a month ago when I got in here and I was dragging ass when I left the gym. But right. it's like those little wins, those little uh, victories start to give us confidence then to take on the next issue. Maybe totally unrelated to fitness. Absolutely. But I'm developing the self-confidence because I'm in there and investing in myself and getting ready to take on some new challenge there out in the workplace or something maybe I'm trying to work on a relationship or something with my family. So I think the health basis of what you're doing and helping people has huge spillover effect into everybody's lives. Uh, I couldn't agree more. And, and, and so to kind of um, really talk a little bit more how our workouts are set up, right? Like we train the three elements of strength, endurance, and conditioning, right? Mm-hmm. So when, when I think of strength, like I think about those times in life where you just have to push through and, and you've got you've to force a change, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that's those barbell movements where you're moving loads that are a little bit heavier than maybe you're comfortable with sometimes in some mm-hmm. of those more complex movements, but that transfers very easily to those times in life where you have to force that change. Mm-hmm. Endurance is about those times you just have to do the work, you know? It's not fun, it's not sexy, it's, it, but it's showing up and it's going and doing those movements over and over and over again, mm-hmm. getting that repetition and how that trains your mind. And then the conditioning part of the workouts represents those chaotic moments where it's like, I don't think I'm ever going to get through this, but then it's done. And you look back and you're like, shit, I can be pretty proud of that. Like yeah. I just, I just kind of, I just battled a little bit and I made it through, you know? So yeah. there's the, the, you know, the, the parallels of what I try to do are lost probably on a lot of people in there, but I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's my form of, of poetry, man. It's my, I can't remember what it was. It's been several weeks ago, but there was something that, we were talking about the gym, you were leading that session at 5 a.m. and there was something that came up and I was relating it back to something in the, uh, the reflect acrostic. And I can't remember what it was right now, but it was just like, okay, here's where Michael and my world intersect. And it was just so cool for me. It's like, oh, wow, that's cool. You know, he's thinking about this stuff on a much deeper level than I realized. Yeah, no, that, that, that means the world. And, and people tend to get it like over time, it's, um, you know, and it's kind of cool because it takes people, typically speaking, people fall in love with the intensity, but they stay 
for the actual meaning of what happens in there. Yeah. Right? So like it typically takes four to six weeks for people to really kind of get it. Yeah. And obviously depending on the coach and how they relay the message and how mm-hmm. they get people to connect in the moments, that's a big part of it. Right. And some coaches are more experienced that, at that than others. And, but ultimately speaking, it, it takes, there's an on-ramp and access of, like I said, about that four to six weeks. And then people either get it or they don't, but mm-hmm. when they get it, it's like, okay, like there is, there's some, there's some stuff going on in here that's really useful across many stages. Well, I think I'm starting to get it. Yeah. And, and the challenge for me is just get there yeah, in order yeah, so I, I can receive great. it. Yeah. So you guys have seen a little bit of progress in me in the last <laughs> a ton. couple of months. So yeah. I appreciate everything you're doing for me. The, um, so one of the other things I thought about was, um, you know, you're growing this business. And, you know, you've got the Illumina Station, the Hampstead, now the downtown, and I'm imagining you got bigger dreams. Um, but I'm wondering and imagining, you know, what's that like for you as a business leader in the community and, you know, some of the challenges we've had in the last year or two with COVID and stuff like that. What are you learning about yourself as a leader that you think um, could be impactful and helpful to somebody else, maybe as a small business leader or just as an individual? Mm. Um, and, and I'm, I'm in the throes of that now, right? Mm -hmm. I think that for me, the biggest discovery that's come over the last probably year or a year and a half, whatever it's been is I really figure out my lane. Right. And Mm -hmm. and what I mean that, like, I am a lousy manager. (laughs) I am not a good manager, but I'm a great visionary. You know what I mean? And so as a leader, I'm, I'm in the position, I'm in the seat that I need to be in. Right. But it's like, I go out there, I find the opportunity. I can really kind of paint the picture and get people to stand behind it but I can't connect the dots. I need uh, help for that. You know yeah. what I mean? And so that's where like, like Megs come in and, yeah. and some of the other managers that I have on the team that are like, they're like, Mike, slow down, slow down, slow down, yeah. because they're back there having to button everything up. But I'm like, this is my pace. So if you want to, if you want to do it, like I, I have one speed. And so, you know, for me, I, you know, I've I started in 2008. I worked in the Gold's Gyms for a while, built a business inside of a Gold's Gym, and then I eventually opened up my first uh, brick and mortar, grew that to two locations and got recruited from by um, by a fitness manufacturing company, and I had the opportunity to travel the country and sell treadmills and all this other stuff to gyms, you know, mm-hmm. like big gyms that you see in, in major major cities, and, and that was really like the graduate degree and the business side of fitness, and right. that forever changed me, and I really had, um, I really kind of fell in love with the, with the economics behind fitness, because it's one thing to be passionate about something, it's another thing to earn a profit and be able to provide for your family, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I knew the industry was exactly where I needed to be, mm-hmm. and I learned that by one of my first corporate meetings at Life Fitness, they were owned by Brunswick at the time, and me, and, and I, I, I certainly like to, to dress up every now and then, but like my behavior and energy does not go well in boardrooms, <laughs> and so, it, you know, I, I learned really quickly that you know, for me, my energy is best suited on the floors. You know, yeah. it's best suited in front of people that want to feed off the energy. Right. And, and uh, you know, I push back. You know, that's one of the things I think that makes me a good coach is I'm willing to push back on people. And, mm-hmm. and really, I want you to see it the way that I see it, which is awesome um, in the fitness world, but maybe not as awesome in negotiations when you're talking to people that have spent their whole life building their business too. You right. Know? right. So um, once I, I had a couple of years as, as a rep and it, I, super grateful for that time because again it allowed me to travel and see a really big um, variation of fitness businesses out there and I was just able to say okay I know what I'm really good at I understand these different models now much better and I think that I can create something that's really special and Mm -hmm. I moved back in in 2015 2016 we opened up access at Lumina Station and Mm -hmm. my goal all along is I just I want to open up as many gyms as I can we'll just see where it goes Mm -hmm. yeah I met uh, recently at a networking event for veterans, the founder of the TK, 
those uh, flexible TRX. T- TRX, yeah, excuse yeah, me. Yeah. 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 A SEAL guy. Yeah. Yep. And it was, I didn't realize he lived right here in Wilmington. Yeah. Yep. So yep. Yep. we use those at the gym. We do. Yeah. yeah. No, change the game, right? I mean, yeah. those are, I mean, it's about as versatile as they get. And yeah. so, uh, yeah, really, really cool guy. I mean, I know a little bit of his backstory. I've never met the individual, yeah. which is, uh, and I did hear that he was in Wilmington. Yeah. Um, but, you guys uh, should connect. I would love that. No, I'll have I'd to make, that. I'll have to help facilitate you guys yeah, connecting. No, that'd be great. But yeah, yeah, he's a game changer, right? Like he stepped in and he disrupted the market. And mm-hmm. That's fantastic. You know, yeah. So tons of respect for people that are willing to step yeah. up and do that. Yeah. So you got bigger, you're going to have visions of going larger in this geographical area, more locations. I think, you know, we're going to try and push into a new market next year. Okay. You know, I want to push into a Raleigh or a Charleston or a Charlotte and, okay. and really kind of see what that's like. Right. I mean, I think that, um, you know, one of the things I realized that I'm terrible at too is marketing. Like we, Lumina Station was, um, it was a kind of a runaway hit right out of the gate. And it mm-hmm. was a small kind of cool space. I, at the time I had a business partner, he had relationships, I had relationships. And when we came together, we were able to really just kind of hit the ground running. And so I didn't even really try to understand marketing and how to leverage um, other outlets outside of the people that walk into the doors until we try to get into a new market like downtown specifically yeah. uh, during COVID where not many people <laughs> knew us downtown, right? Yeah. Um, so there wasn't like that that kind of natural traction that we got. Even with Hampstead, there was still like a, a kind of a group of people that helped us really get it going. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so now we've kind of really, we put a lot of time and energy and money into understanding these marketing strategies. And so I think the only way to really test it is to go to another market where really nobody knows us. And hopefully there's not a pandemic that is holding <laughs> us back and we can really try to understand what does it look like to go into a new market and say, hey, this we're going to be here in six months. How does it start that pre-sale process from day one until we finally open the doors and, yeah. and how well can we do it? Well, we have a mutual friend in Charlotte that may be able to help with yeah, that. Agreed, right? right? Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah. Well, a um, couple of questions I always like to ask my guests that bring it back more to um, – the theme of the podcast and the mirror book uh, around them is what is it that you're learning for yourself or what is it you're working on for yourself to reflect more of the life that you want to have for yourself, for you as Mike Barnhart and how you show up in the world? Right now, a, a big focus of my energy outside of, of just being in the facilities and, mm-hmm. and you know working with my team is I just want to be a great leader. Right? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like for me, the the only way I'm going to get what I want is to get an, enough help another other people get what they want. Yeah. You know? And so we have a really high horsepower team. Like I'm incredibly grateful for the coaches that I have, I and mean, we've mm-hmm. got a lot of really just top shelf coaches. But mm-hmm. you know, how do I maximize them? How do I get them to understand that there's a big difference between me saying hey, what you're doing is not good enough, and hey, what you're doing is good enough, but there's so much more. You right. know what I mean? And so and, you know, walking those lines, just like I do with, with the athletes that come in our gym, it's like, right. I'm not saying what you're doing is not good, but what I am saying is you got more in the tank. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so how do you communicate that, though, in mm-hmm. a way that people that have a level of all the coaches, for the most part, that we have on our team, we're just now starting to bring on younger coaches. So most of the coaches I've recruited, and I've, I've pulled them in because they have reputations, and they could help me build the business because yeah. that was an important part of the equation for me. Right. And so when you start talking about, it's kind of like Phil Jackson stepping into, you know, the, the, the bulls, right. Where you have Dennis Rodman and you have all these yeah. you know players that are just these stacked, talented players. Well, how do you get them to work together? How do you get Jordan and those guys to work together? When yeah. you go to the Lakers, how do you get Kobe and Shaq and those guys to kind of blend? And I think mm-hmm. that's where the true art form of leadership comes in, where it's mm-hmm. like you can step into a, a high horsepower situation and you can help, 
you can you can really get people to stand behind the mission. And so for me, it's it's building a lot of clarity around what it is we're trying to do, mm-hmm. how important the individual roles are of what we're trying to do, and how they all really work together in a system so we can hold each other accountable. Mm-hmm. Not because it's a, hey, you're not doing it right, let me tell you how to fix it. But it's mm-hmm. like, we've agreed, this is the goal, this is where we want to go, this is what we're shooting to accomplish with, mm-hmm. with our time in this business of access. Right. So if that's the case, and we've agreed that this is where we want to go, if you if if there's an area that's not moving at the same pace as everyone else, we're going to pull you up because again, we've just all agreed this is where we're going to go and it's mm-hmm. going to take that. And I, I encourage them to do that to me as well. I mean, I get sidetracked, you know, I mean, I've, I've got family, I've got all that stuff going on. I like to sign leases, you know what I mean? So like, <laughs> it's, it's really hard for me sometimes to stay as focused as I need to, like over the last year when things were really tough, like it was probably the most focused I've ever been in my life. And as a matter of fact, We've worked really, really hard, and Heather and I committed to doing what we called sober summer. And so yeah. I've never been a big drinker, but like yeah. through COVID, a couple of beers, you know, three or four times a night became kind of a normal thing, which was very yeah. new behavior to me. Yeah. And it was just enough to where I would wake up not feeling like myself. And, mm-hmm. and like we were talking when I first got in here, there's like a window between 4.30 and like 7.30 in the morning where my brain and my creativity is like at its peak. Yeah. And when I start doling that, like it really changes how how I feel about the day because instead of feeling like I'm like, I'm on top of it and I'm, I've got a jump start on everybody. I feel like I'm chasing. Yeah. I don't chase well. You know what no. I mean? I like to be out front. I like yeah. to be leading. I want people to, to be kind of rallying behind me. And so, um, we worked really hard over the last year through COVID to kind of stay relevant mm-hmm. and to stay top of mind with people. And so now those, those opportunities are coming up. So as, out of respect for my team, the people that have been right there helping me stay relevant, mm-hmm. I want to be here to make sure we capture every single one of those opportunities. And, and so, um, you know, for, for, for me, it's just all about being as clear as I can be, as conscious as I can be, as present as I can be, and make sure that mm-hmm. we're able to capitalize on everything that we've manufactured over the last yeah. year and a half. That's awesome. And you have a great team. We were talking before the show around like coachability, even for myself mm-hmm. being a member of the gym and being able to come in and receive that feedback and be challenged and, and be willing to receive it and go to the next level. Do you take advantage of any coaching or mentoring relationships that you have for oh, yourself? God. Yeah, I've invested like tons of money and time, yeah. right? resources. I just call them resources. I don't like yeah. to talk about money a lot. So I've invested a tons of resources. So, um, you know, one of the things I did um, during COVID was I started working with with a business coach. Okay. And it was, you know, we we ended up working together for about twelve weeks, and mm-hmm. it was, it was the hardest thing, but the one of the most rewarding things I've ever done. It was hard because we would have like he's on the West Coast, so we would have like these three hour phone calls, and like yeah. I don't even talk to Heather for more than like four <laughs> minutes at a time on the phone. Like I'm like a go go go. So, yeah. um, so it was really hard to have to slow down, but yeah. it was also um, just incredibly insightful. And I was like, you know, I, you know, I expect these things out of people, but people don't even understand my intensity. So getting people to understand the intensity I have and why I act this way, it's not yeah. because I just want to talk faster or run faster than mm-hmm. anybody else. It's because I care so much about mm-hmm. what we're doing. And so those were kind of the switches that got flipped that have just helped me mm-hmm. really understand myself and, mm-hmm. and how people see me and, and how I want them to see me versus how potentially they do see me because of the type of energy I may put off. So. You've got more energy than anybody I've ever met at 5 a.m. Yeah, that's, that's my window. Man. Yeah, that is, that's like, my window. It's like you've already had three cups of coffee or something. Yeah, you? like, no, definitely two. You're going. Yep. Yeah, well, I, I think it's awesome, and you get us fired up and get us get us energized and uh, get us going in the morning. I so I think it's, it's awesome. Well, I, I'm glad to hear that you're, you're making that investment uh, – 
one one of the things you talked about your own personal health and be having an awareness of something. Well, let's maybe let's modify this so I can show up as a better version of myself, right. both for Heather and the kids and for us and your team. Uh, I think that's strong self awareness and uh, good commitment for you. So good on you for doing that, and also investing in yourself to recognize that you can be even more effective business leader and making that time and those resources into that. And I think that's absolutely awesome. No, so that's cool it. to hear that. Um, another question I'd like to ask is, you know, and you've got a lot of experience in this and you've got a lot of life experience. If, you, if there's one piece of advice that you could give to anyone that wants to work on improving yourself and reflecting more of the life they want to have, what would be that one piece of advice you would give? Um, you know, I, I think that, and this may sound hokey, I don't know if I've ever answered that question before, um, but I, I think that you, you just, you truly have to believe it. And by doing mm-hmm. that, you have to start to walk it and you have to start to talk it. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think a lot of that comes with escaping to a degree where you presently are and start somehow putting yourself in the world that you want, whether that's through reading, yeah. whether that's through just visualization drills yeah. or whatever you have you can't expect to subject yourself to the same things over and over again and start expecting things to change miraculously, right? right. You, you have to be that, that antagonist there. You have to be the person that, that is the fuel to the fire. Mm-hmm. And so I think for me, um, you know, I, I remember, gosh, this is kind of crazy. I've never said this before, but I remember um, when I was in Florida starting to drive back and I was working on my first lease that wasn't looming. I was supposed to get a different space, but it all works out the way it's supposed to. I remember driving from Florida and um, I would be coming over the Cape for Memorial Bridge and I would always be looking in downtown and, and it was just kind of like, man, you know, like one day this city, like I can make an impact in this city and I can't yeah. wait to do it. And then so I opened up, you know, Lumina Station and then a couple years later we opened up Hampstead and now like when I come over the Memorial Bridge, like my, the the gym, the space that we got from in River Place, I can see from the bridge. So it's like, it's truly is. Yeah. You have to visualize it to a way that, even if it's not as specific as it's going to be, like being able to see it yeah. is is crazy important. And I think that, um, I don't know, I listen to a bunch of people, but I think Jim Carrey once said one of the things that was cool about one of the things that he said, he was like, or maybe it was Denzel Washington, the, the fact that you can visualize it is your creator's way of showing you it's already possible. Yes. You know what I mean? And I think that's real. Absolutely. Whatever you believe in. Like, I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm I'm a very spiritual person, not very religious, but very spiritual. And I believe that. Like, if if you see it, it's awareness that it's yours. You just got to get it. You got to figure out how to get it. So I think that... Well, those principles are very much something that we teach in the woman's school and the man's school. And in the book project for Maria and I, we, you know, the F chapter is to feel now what you imagine it will be when. Absolutely. but it's like bringing that emotional state, claiming it now as if it's already happened. Yep. And then for me, it's, yeah, there's a spiritual aspect around, you know, praying for that as yep. if it's already Absolutely. occurred. And then the other um, aspect of energizing your thoughts towards that direction, you, 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 you know, God can't steer a parked car, right? That's, that's, so you got to get in action. Yeah. And for you, the person that you have, that I, what I, what little I know of you so far is, I imagine you taking massive action towards you achieving your dreams and enlisting Heather and your team into making those kinds of things of uh, reality. So, and, and that, I mean, not to, to interrupt, but like, that's the thing too. I think that separates me from a lot of the people, even on my team is that I'm, 
I'm more scared to not do anything than to yeah. do something wrong. Yeah. Like I move, I'm willing to move at a pace that if I mess up three times, I'm still ahead of the person that's taking their time yeah. to try to make this one right choice. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I believe there's power in that. Yeah. We talk about it in terms of this language, fail forward fast. And I'm starting to shift that fail into fall mm-hmm. um, because there's really, there's really no failure if you're moving forward. You're learning, you're growing, you're adapting. But once you're moving forward, you may fall, get yourself back up move forward again, redirect slightly, adjust, self-correct, recalibrate. But as long as you're moving forward in the direction that you feel like you're called to go, then you're going to have success. Yeah. Even if this, I didn't work out the way it's supposed to, then okay, that's okay. Let him, let me moderate this. So it's like, if you're going to go to expand to these other markets, whether it's somewhere, Charlotte, Raleigh, Charleston, whatever, I'm imagining you taking everything you've learned here and you're going to go try it. Absolutely. My hunch is it's not going to go exactly the way it went here because it's a different culture and a different market, but you're going to be able to adapt and recalibrate because you have the energy and you have the forethought to say, this is going to be successful. I can honestly say not a single gym has gone how I thought it was going to go. Yeah. (laughs) Even up to this one, you know. Yeah. Um, But, but yeah, it's, it's not, it's about the effort that I put in. It's not really about... Well, I, I'm, I definitely, I don't want to think that sound that I'm not strategic, but it's certainly the effort and the commitment to the cause more so than me understanding the X's and O's better than someone else. Yeah. Well, of anybody I've met in the last couple of years, you're one of the most passionate guys, most energetic guys I've ever that. met. And it's like, it's now that I hear you talk a little bit about it, it's like, yeah, that's, that's Mike. That's him. That's like, I'm going to be cheering you on. I'm going to be there at the gym, getting my ass kicked, <laughs> but I'm going to be also in encouraging you and cheering you on supporting you just like i do try to do every little day with my little posts when i yeah. go to the gym and so it's cool because like i you know um when we opened downtown which was october of last year yeah um you know i lumina i was in lumina station i mean from open to close for years and years and yeah. years and so it's interesting now that i'll go into lumina station i won't even know some of the people that are in there yeah and it's even more funny that they'll ask me like who's this new guy why is he so loud you know what i mean like, <laughs> well, he, he, he's got to earn the right a little bit but, um but you know i just i kept seeing seeing you post i'm like i'm like Meg, like who's tim like this dude is awesome like he's posting <laughs> us he's tight. she was like He's in it, like, and he is in it, and he is showing up in, in a big way, and he's coachable, and you can tell that he wants to be here. So, yeah, you've been an asset to us yeah. uh, in a major way, and, and I, you know, I love the people that are vocal about what they're trying to do, and that's something that I want to do better at because I don't, not a lot of people understand my passion. They don't understand what access is because I just, I don't share it unless somebody asks me, and I do want to become, mm-hmm. you know, I want to be, I want to be somebody that can go out there and I want to inspire people. And mm-hmm. it happens by being bold and doing things like you're doing yeah. right now and saying, yeah. I want to put myself out there. And, and the ones that, that understand it, they're going to, it's going to, it's going to resonate with mm-hmm. them. And those are the ones that I'll, I'll have an impact with. Well, the acrostic for my real estate business is home in a sense where helping others means everything. And so for me, it's like when I have a fair degree of compassion for people in general, but when I see somebody that's willing to take risk and put themselves out there and go for something, it's like, I admire that. I appreciate that. I aspire to be more like that myself. And it's like, okay, like here's a guy that's putting it out there and he's going for it. It's like, I want to get behind that. I want to support that. I want to encourage that. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm a part of the Axis family now. I may be a newer member, but I, I feel like, you know, these are people that care about me. They, uh, they may not know me super well personally yet, but it's like they're invested in my health. They're invested in my success, and they're encouraging me. It's like I want to support that. 
So I'm all in. No, that's awesome. And and I think that you should give yourself more credit, right? Because you certainly put yourself out there. Yeah. And um, no, it's it, it really is. I mean, I think that we're probably more similar than different. And yeah. Um, to me, like what fills me up is, is being in the gyms and seeing somebody do something they haven't done before, you know, yeah. like that's, that's, that's the profit for me really. You know, we have some clients that, you know, their desire is to get really lean and, and ripped up, which is awesome. And then there's people that come in here and it's like, Hey man, like I'm recovering from mm-hmm. something major. And like, this is, I need this. And like, mm-hmm. I'm at an age now too, where I re- really appreciate that more too. This people that just say, Hey, it's quality of life for me. Like I just yeah. want to feel strong. I want to feel confident. I want to know that I'm getting better. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's where I'm in the season of my life right now. And I, I, I just love being able to help people do stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I appreciate what you're doing, what you're doing, uh, for me personally, what I see you doing for other people, what I see you doing, the impact you're having on the community. And I'm excited for you and all the future for you and Heather and the kids and your business and wherever that goes. So if people want to learn more about Axis Fitness, you know, how to come in and get engaged with that and the different programs you have going on, what's the best way to connect with Axis and learn about everything you guys got going on? Um, I mean, we're certainly on social media, you Mm -hmm. know, any type of messaging through Facebook or Instagram, um, you know, our websites, you can find us online. And I think that even just showing up at one of our locations, I mean, they're going to be greeted with open arms. I mean, we certainly are in the business of accepting new clients, right? So, um, you know, we we try to do a really good job with presenting who we are so people can get a feel for us before they ever walk in. Yeah. And, um, you know, if there's ever any questions, I mean, we are a phone call or a mouse click away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely been very approachable, and all the coaches have been just, they're real, they're genuine, and they seem committed to my success. Yeah. And I just feel... Uh, I feel great to be able to be a part of it and be there every morning. 5 a.m. when I get there or down at Sup Fitness, like I'll be down yeah. there at the stand-up paddleboard tomorrow morning. you one, have you? Yeah, I have, but uh, Melinda was recruiting a little bit uh, the other morning, so I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll show back up. Yeah, no, I'll get back down there. Yeah, that's awesome. And you guys should have great conditions tomorrow, yeah. too, so yeah. it's fun. Well, Mike, it's been an absolute honor and privilege to have you as a guest on the show. I'm going to be cheering you on. I'll be seeing you at the gym, and I just appreciate you, and I appreciate the the courage and the boldness that you're putting out there and what you're doing to build a successful business and a successful family and a team. And uh, thank you for being a guest today. Oh, man, it's my honor. I appreciate you inviting me. I really do. Thank you. All right. Well, go out there and live a life of greatness. This is Tim Howard, the host of Reflect the Life You Want. And until next time. Thank you. Home run. That was awesome.